Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. When I have been you stop, fill me like an empty cup, and when it seems I have had enough, I still need more, 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 the hunger inside of me. My spirit and soul agree. I taste it and now I see. I need more of you. I need more, more, more. Jesus, more of you. I need so much more, Jesus, more, more, more. If I'm in the desert place, or tired than Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome one, welcome all to another time of God's Church International Freshman Broadcast. You have reached us at the right place at the right time on this Sunday evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard, 6.30 p.m. Central. As we come together for a sermonic theme from the Word of God, we pray that you will take something from the broadcast. And we know today is a very special day here in the earthly realm as we celebrate our dads and we celebrate our fathers, celebrate those that have acted as fathers to us, who have reared us, who have chastened us, who have disciplined us, who have given us insight and has given us the opportunity to grow and to learn from them. I'm just thankful to God for people who have stepped in roles where they weren't necessarily a biological father, but they acted as a daddy. And today we're going to talk about our spiritual daddy, our spiritual father, the, the sermonic thing for today is Abba Father. And I don't have a specific passage for you to go from, but we will be quoting some scriptures throughout this particular sermonic preach. And I pray that you will learn something, that you will gain something, and that you will be set um, on fire and that your heart will be open with compassion. And maybe you step out of your comfort zone and to act as a father for someone else who maybe did not have an earthly one who could do right by them. So at this time and in this season, let's go ahead and pray, and then we're going to begin today's sermonic thing. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you and we praise you, God, and we honor you, Father God, for all that you are doing, God. We thank you for this time of uh, preaching, God, and we ask, God, that you would just speak, God, and not let us be seen or heard, but God, let your voice ring forth, God, as this particular uh, 
thought is brought forth today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So as we're talking about today on Father's Day 2015, we know there's so many things going on in this world. There's so many issues that we're having to contend with. Even just this week, there was a very it was a mass uh, shooting in a church that killed nine people. And whether it's racially motivated or whether it's demonically motivated or whether it's uh, a terrorist type of activity, it really doesn't matter. But what, when I look back at the person who perpetrated this act, I want to look back at who are the parents. What was going on in that home? What, how was this young person taught? How were they brought up? And in today's society, that is something that we often don't have a marker for with a lot of our young people. You know, statistics are pretty bleak uh, nowadays when we look at um, fathers and fatherless homes. And so tonight I want to just talk together. I want to talk a little bit uh, at first, hallelujah, about um, us preparing fathers' hearts to be as Abba Father to their children. We want to make sure that the fathers are turning toward their children, that they are considering their children, that, that fathers are willing and ready to reignite a new wave of discipleship, a new way of evangelism, a new way of love, a new way of training for our young people. And we want our fathers to turn their hearts back to the children. In many ways, when we can look around, even though we've got trouble, we see that God has blessed this nation. We, we are world leaders in a lot of areas, whether it's the economy, medicine, science, military, whatever. And, and then there's one area, though, that we are the highest for, we are the world leader for, which is fatherlessness. And tonight, I, I tell you, it's sad to report that more than 40% of our children will go to bed without a father in the home. That's 25 million children. And in some of the largest cities, we have upwards of 200,000 children that are growing up in homes without their fathers, single mothers or grandmothers rearing the children. When God gave the children of Israel the Ten Commandments, it was clear that the consequences of a father's rebellion would follow the generations just as the blessings would follow a father's obedience in Exodus 25. It talks about that there. And in the book of Isaiah, God pronounced a judgment on Jerusalem and Judah. As a result of that judgment, the men in leadership would be removed and calamity and disorder would resort. Today, as we survey the spiritual and social condition of our nation, both in the urban areas and suburban areas, we see that consequences of men who have abandoned their biblical leadership roles as fathers has become evident. For their children, the price is high. For these children, hallelujah, they face the likelihood of poverty, the likelihood of violence, the likelihood of low educational advancement, the likelihood of low of, of teenage pregnancy, of high crime, of substance abuse, and suicide. It is time for the hearts of these fathers to be turned back to the children, as Malachi 4, 6 says, and towards the fatherless children of our nations in Psalm 68.5. We have to understand that fathering is an important role. And in the scriptures, it's very important because it's mentioned more than 1,500 times. 
Now, a lot of these times are, you know, within the genealogical sequencing, however, but it's still a significant number that's listed there to give insight into the biblical role of a father. You see, the very foundation of fathering is God. Before the foundations of this earth, God the Father begot the Son. God the Father created man. God called man to fatherhood when he commanded him to be fruitful and multiply. Then when the nature of man was corrupted by sin, God charged fathers to keep his law and instruct their children in Deuteronomy 6 and in Galatians 3. And though God is infinite in power and love, infallible in wisdom and holiness, exalted in honor and majesty, he chose to reveal himself as Abba, Father. In Galatians 4, 6, it tells us this. And we see that Abba is an Aramaic term that compares to the word daddy in our words today, a term used to describe a very personal and a very loving relationship. This is the foundation of our relationship with our Heavenly Father, who is the model of the Abba heart of fathering. What does the Abba, the daddy heart of God, look like? First and foremost, in Hebrews 13, 5, it says he is the father who is faithful and never changes. In 1 John 4, 8, it says he is the father that is the embodiment of love, who loves us at our worst. Isaiah 43, 16, he values us and carries a picture of us on his hands. Exodus 25, 22, he is the father who will commune with us. Jeremiah 1, 5 says he knew us even before we were born. Ephesians 2.18, he is the father who is available day and night because he doesn't even sleep. Matthew 10 says he is closely involved in our lives. Even our hairs are numbered. 1 Timothy 6.17, he is the father who provides our needs for provision and security. Matthew 7 says he also just blesses us with good gifts. He is the father who trains us in righteousness. He disciplines for our own good because he loves us. That's Hebrews 12. The word of God is clearly defines for us what the biblical role of a father is. And that role is to be representative of God to our children. This is impossible to fulfill without the grace of God. This grace is the desire to father and the power to do it. As Christians, we must reject any worldview of fathering that does not embrace the blueprint for fathering, which is the word of God. Biblical fatherhood begins at the cross. Through the work of his son, God has invited us to sonship. Once reconciled to God, we begin the ministry of reconciliation. One key relationship a father must reconcile is his relationship with his own father. A biblical father must be a stable leader first in his own life, and then with his family. As fathers, we cannot lead our families somewhere we have never been. Perfection is not a requirement, but honesty and effort is a necessity. The Abba heart of fathering, the way for fathers to have an Abba heart for their children is to do what our Heavenly Father does for them. Following is a list derived from the high standards of the Scriptures. All of the uh, of the the empirical research and all of the statistical data, Hallelujah, 
supports the effectiveness of these standards that are biblically based. Let's look at some of these. There are high five uh, versions for a uh, high five list for fathering. First, there's love. First Corinthians thirteen four through five. Verbally and physically express your love to your child. Love is spelled T I M E. So make your child a priority. Let your face reflect sincere joy when you interact with your child. Another five of fathering, number two, is communication. First James 1.19, the goal in listening is to better know and understand your child. The goal in speaking is to encourage, teach, and help your child to know you. Make time, my brothers and my sisters, to listen with your full attention and take time to talk. The third of these high fives is availability. Deuteronomy 6.7 speaks to that. Engage your child in activities inside and outside of your child's world. Give your children access to you at work or through your schedule. Be involved in the routine daily care of your children. Number four of the hot five is provision. First Timothy 5.8 says protect your children. Show them to be peacemakers. Provide for your children. Show them to put God first in their finances. Pamper your children. Ask God to help you provide for your emotional needs, for their emotional needs. And the next high five is training. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, pray and bless your child. Teach them the word. Don't rely on others to fulfill your responsibility at church or school for teaching your children. At the end of this life, we will all be judged by how we represented God to others. Many of us have visited the sick. Many of us have visited the captive. Many of us have provided for the poor. But God's our heart of fathering asks, what have you done for the fatherless? What have you done for those that are rejected, for those that have been left behind, for those that don't know how to deal with the father, have never seen an example of a father's love? What have you done? Let us work together to reap a harvest of our heart fathers. Fathers who have turned to their children, fathers who are concerned about their children, fathers who are concerned about others who are fatherless. And let God begin to reignite a new wave of evangelism and a new wave of discipleship, hallelujah, in your home, in your churches, in your communities, in your state, and in this nation. We want to see Father God do what only he can do. He can turn every statistic that's dismal and desolate around. He can flip the script. He can change it. Hallelujah. He can take what the enemy has meant for evil and turn that thing around for good. I believe we all can grow men, grow young men, grow children. Hallelujah. That understand a father's our heart that will be geared toward them. Hallelujah. I bless God for you. Maybe there's somebody on the line tonight who has not experienced God and have not experienced Jesus as a loving Savior, as one who has his heart geared toward them, who has his ear inclined to their needs. This is the time for you to experience the love of God, a love like you've never experienced before, a love that's special, a love that's true, a love that's unyielding, a love that's unfading, 
Oh, if you want to really experience Abba Father, if you want to experience a daddy's love and a daddy's concern, just sign up. Hallelujah. Get your name on the roll. Get your name, hallelujah, in the last book of life. Begin, hallelujah, to follow Christ, hallelujah, and begin to allow him to come into your life and minister to you, walk with you, talk with you, hallelujah, and show you just how much you are his own. Will you pray this prayer with me today? Father, I'm a sinner. Wash me. Make me clean. I turn away from any and everything that has separated me from you. Father, I want to experience your love like I may not have had the opportunity to experience for my natural father. And Father God, I believe that Jesus is your son, and I believe that he's now with you, hallelujah, alive and well, making mediation for me. I receive you as my Lord and Savior, and I'm saved, I'm saved, I'm saved. If you prayed that prayer today, we're excited. We want to rejoice with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God that you have already received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You are now in the family. You will begin to experience the Abba heart, the Abba heart of Father God towards you. He loves you so much, and he wants to make sure that you know, hallelujah, that there's so much more that you can establish in your life. He can start to, you'll begin to see him enable you to walk differently, talk differently, have desires that are different, have appetites that are different that your heart will be geared toward helping others, loving others, showing compassion, being one, hallelujah, that will reach out, hallelujah, not just be the one who always needed someone to reach for you to help you, but you can begin to take what God has given you, and you'll watch that thing multiply in your hands as you begin to bless others in the name of Jesus. We love you with the love of Jesus Christ, and we're excited that you joined us here for today. And we thank you for joining us for our sermonic theme regarding Abba, Father. We believe, hallelujah, in God. We believe in Jesus. And we believe in the third person of the Holy Triune, the Holy Trinity, the Holy Spirit. And we just bless you today. We thank you. If you have joined into, if you decided to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior on today, please write the ministry or give us a call. There are some wonderful, wonderful uh, resources that we want to put in your hand that we believe will strengthen you and bless you. We also want to encourage you to get a Holy Bible and begin to read the Bible. Start in the Gospel of John in the New Testament. Begin to read there. and You'll begin to see Father God begin to unfold the things that may have seemed like a mystery to you before. You begin to feel the love of Jesus Christ as well, the love of God on your life, and you'll begin to experience this Abba Father that we've been talking about on today. Well, I'm Pastor Adrian Rump, and until next week, hallelujah, at this same time, hallelujah, we look forward to hearing you right back here. We bless you, and we bless Father God for allowing us to come and minister at, at, in this way to so many, and we just con- consider you all family. And so we want to consider, continue to pray a blessing upon each one of you. We want to continue to encourage you to seek God more. The more you draw nigh to him, the more he'll draw nigh to you. We love you so very much. And until next week at this same time, we need you to remember this. It's not about you. It's not about me. But it's all about him. 
We love you so very much, and good night.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.